0: field believers do we have you believe that God you believe that God can absolutely do anything at any time at any moment you even believe that God could perform a miracle set somebody free in the middle of summer you even believe that we could have a move of God while the pastor's going on vacation Many faith-filled people we got right now that says, I believe. I believe. I believe. My name's David Grigsby. We're glad that you're at TPC today. Thank you, TPC, yesterday, for loving on your city. Thank you. I won't even begin. I know Cameron's already said it, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I could start thanking a lot of people, but I do want to especially acknowledge Steve and Sherry. Wave your hand. They they helped us coordinate this. I thank them. Brother Dwayne, Doherty, they, all these men. They, they, you know, see, I've already started naming names, and I apologize. So heavy lifting, but we were able to, to love on our community because we don't want to just serve inside these four walls. We want to serve outside of these four walls. Amen? We don't want to just love the people in these four walls. We want to love the people outside these four walls. Amen. Numbers 13. I'm going to read... I'm going to read a lot of scripture today, so when you leave and somebody asks you what I preached about, you can say, I really don't know, but I do know he read a lot of scripture. Okay, I'm going to read a lot of scripture, and I'm going to try to deposit in you what the Lord has deposited in my spirit this morning. I also want to say I'm very thankful to have my friends from Houston, Texas, Tony, Maria, they're wonderful girls. Thank you. They're incredible people of God and they're incredible to me and my family. And I'm very thankful for them. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving you. Everybody say, which I am giving to the children of Israel, Joshua 23, five and the Lord, your God will expel them before you and drive them out of the sight so you shall what possess everybody say possess. possess their land as what the lord god has promised you deuteronomy three eleven. for only og everybody say og. og king of bashan remained of the remnant of the giants in other words he was a king and a what and a giant indeed his bedstead was an iron bedstead nine cubits in its length and four cubits in its width According to the standard cubit, you look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, come on, look at him. I still believe in the God of the miraculous. I want to preach to you. I don't know that everybody is going to get a hold of this, but there's going to be a handful of people that are going to get a hold of this. And you're going to receive, I, 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 by the power of the Holy Ghost, somebody's walking out of here healed and set free. I'm telling you, I believe that. I believe that this, it's this, it's, it's this kind of day where people's lives are changed forever through the power of God. I want to preach to you from this subject. One last giant before the promised land. I hope I can preach this like I feel this. If I I got five people that you got faith and you'll, you'll help me preach. I said, you'll help me preach this morning. Lord, I pray one simple prayer. Release the spirit of faith in this house right now release an awe and a wonder of your power and your glory and your majesty release an understanding that we can see in awe of your great power released into our house released into our life not something we've just heard about not something we've just read about but something that is real to us today If you still believe that God performs miracles before you're seated, clap your hands one more time. I'm thankful for what I currently have. And I'm thankful for where God has brought me from. But I am even more excited about what God is about to deliver me to through his promise. I am thankful for what God has brought me through. But I am even more excited about what God is about to bring me to. I am thankful for the miracle manna that was in the wilderness. But I am even more thankful for the milk and the honey that is in the promised land. Our text finds Israel standing at the precipice uh, Of a miraculous piece of real estate 400 years of slavery in Egypt uh, 40 years in the wilderness is now behind them Now Canaan stands in front of them Its beauty, abundance, sweetness were within their reach Uh, Behind them the land was littered with defeated kings uh, And giants uh, that had been conquered by the hand of God At work on their behalf Uh, Now they stand with their backs backs to the past uh, and their faces face toward the future. Uh, Could it be just like physical Israel was then? uh, Now we as the church are today. We have been delivered from the bondage uh, and the sin affliction of this world. Uh, The enemies of our purpose lay defeated uh, as God has showed his hand in victory uh, in our life. Time after time, can anybody testify? Uh, Now we stand uh, where we have never been before. uh, Knowing this is where God has brought us to. uh, And knowing that every single one of us uh, in this room have a promise uh, that is yet to be fulfilled. Standing in front of us is one more enemy and not just an enemy, but he is a king and a giant. A king speaks of rulership and dominion. A giant speaks of strength and intimidation. And when you combine the two, you have a formidable foe. Some of you, under the sound of my voice, are fighting some things that have tried to exert dominion over you with strength and intimidation. Some of you are fighting things that have become giants in your life. And I've stopped by on this summer Sunday to declare to somebody today that you are standing on the very doorstep of your victory. Someone here today is fighting the giant of unforgiveness. Someone here today is fighting the giant of addiction. Someone here today is fighting the giant of pride. Someone here today is fighting the giant of past shame, of generational curses, of generational poverty, of self pity. Somebody here today is fighting the giant of fear. Somebody here today is fighting the giant of manipulation, of self righteousness, Of codependency, uh, of depression, uh, and suicide. Uh, Somebody here is fighting the giant uh, of marital trouble. Uh, Somebody here is fighting the giant uh, of physical disease. Uh, Some of you are here today uh, and you can't even name the giant that you are fighting. Uh, It's tried to drain you, Uh, it's tried to exhaust your faith, uh, and it's tried to take you out. Uh, But I've come alongside of you to preach today uh, and to remind you uh, that the victory uh, is. In the Word of God, and it stands to fight in the face of your giants, ladies and gentlemen. Don't wait for me to start preaching, I'm already preaching. You are not alone. the Bible says to Israel and to us uh, be strong and of good courage uh, and be not afraid uh, neither be dismayed why for the Lord your God is with you uh, wherever you go Uh, though I walk through the midst of trouble uh, you will revive me Uh, why because you stretched out your hand uh, against the wrath of my enemies uh, and your right hand will save me Uh, you may not have a specific word from God uh, about your giant uh, and if you don't uh, what you need to do is get off." hold of this word that is in your hand and begin to speak God's word over your situation and over your circumstance. Why? Because it is a word that cannot lie. It cannot return void. It cannot come back to you if Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear and be afraid of them for the Lord your God. He is the one that goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. I say unto thee, dread not, neither be afraid of those who stand against you. Why? The Lord God goes out before you and he shall fight for you. Be confident in this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete Oh, who am I preaching to today? Uh, Little children, uh, you have overcome them. Why? Uh, Because he uh, who is in you uh, is greater uh, than he uh, who is in uh, this world. I feel like somebody here today uh, is one more struggle, uh, one more fight, uh, one more sleepless night, uh, one more victory away uh, from your promise uh, coming uh, to fruition. Uh, Who am I preaching to right now? You may even be in the middle of a, what looks like your season of greatest failure, but let me tell you something that might just be your setup for God's greatest victory in your life. How do I know that? Because Calvary looked like God's greatest defeat, but it was God's greatest. Ah! I said, Calvary uh, looked like God's greatest defeat, uh, but it was wrapped up uh, in God's greatest victory. How do I know I can be victorious? Who am I preaching to this morning? I just need five people. Come on, five people. I need five people. I need five people to stand up right now and say you're preaching to me. Uh, I need five people to stand up and say I received the word uh, of God over my life. You don't even have to wait for me to finish to get your healing today. I said, you don't even have to wait for me to finish this message for God to do a work. How do I know that I can be victorious? Because God has already given me the greatest victory known when he destroyed the giants of death, hell, and the grave. We don't have anything else to be thankful for when we walk in this door and raise our hands. Uh, we should be thankful every morning that we raise up, uh, that Jesus uh, has conquered uh, death, uh, hell, uh, and the grave. But I don't want us to be focused on my own strength. Why is that? Because if you and your doctor could have already won the battle in the sickness of your body, you would have done it. I said, if you and your credit card could have already won your financial battle, you would have already done it. But we got to get our focus back, not on ourselves. I said we gotta get our focus back not on ourself and our own effort and our own religion and our own churchosity. We gotta get our focus back on the source of our victory. It's on God. I said it's on God. It's his strength. It's his power. It's his promise. It's his word. That's what's so powerful about the greatness of God. I said that's what's so powerful about the greatness of god i don't have to rely on my own strength let me tell you something there's days when my faith is weak let me say that again i said there's days when my faith is weak but i'm not here to rely on my own faith ladies and gentlemen i didn't get up here on this platform on my own faith or my own anointing or my own intelligence i got up here and walked here in the weakness of my body under the strength and the power and the anointing and the authority of the holy ghost so i'm trying to release a word of faith to somebody today and i hope that you get a hold of it it's not about your effort i said it's not about your effort it's about the power and the authority and the glory of god in your life That's it. That's it. I don't got to wait. It's not about the preacher, honey. It's about the power
1: of God. How
0: many of you need a miracle in this house right now? I said, how many of you need a miracle in this house right now? Somebody's getting a hold of this. I said, somebody's getting a hold of this. Cancer, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. Leukemia, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. Addiction, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. By the power and the authority of the name of Jesus and the word of God, i release a breakthrough in this house right now. Let it be like a wave of glory. Come on. If you believe the word of God, I dare you to stand to your feet for 10 seconds and say, God, I receive what you have. did I receive it I, I received my financial miracle <sighs> hmm. if there was anybody that knew about fighting giants it was David First Samuel 17 you all know the story but I want to read it to you because there's something here I think we miss when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David David ran quickly Toward the, hear what he says hear what the writer says he ran quickly David didn't back up hear me this is a word for somebody David never backed up when he saw the giant David put his hand in his bag took out a stone he slung it struck the Philistine in his forehead the stone sank in his forehead he fell on his face to the ground So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. And there was no sword in the hand of David. And then David ran and stood over the Philistine and took his sword and drew it and killed him and cut his head off. But that's not the whole story. If you go back three verses later, in verse 45, listen to what the Bible says. Then David, what? Said. Said. Say it with me. Then David said, you come to me with a sword and a spirit and a javelin. Now notice what David didn't say. He did not say, I come to you with a sling and five stones. I come to you in the name Of the Lord, if you were at camp meeting, you remember this, in the name of the Lord, of the angel armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you divide in this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you down and I will cut off your head. What you got to hold and get a hold of this morning, David set up his physical victory with a faith-filled proclamation before he ever went to fight Goliath with a stone and a sling. I said, before he ever swung a sling, he spoke a word. Ah, you didn't hear me. I said, before David ever swung a sling, he spoke the word. I said, he spoke the word. He spoke the word. I don't know what giant you're facing today, uh, but God is waiting to hear uh, what's in your mouth. uh, What's in your mouth? uh, Is it a proclamation of faith? Help me out up here, Brother Gavin. I'm I'm sorry to bother you, but help me just on the platform here. Then David said, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. David went into the fight expecting God to give him the victory. Some of you here need to hear this this morning. This day, this day. This day, July 16th, uh, 2023 uh, at 1045. John uh, of poverty, this day the Lord is going to deliver you into my hand. John uh, of oppression, uh, this day. John uh, of divorce, this day. John uh, of addiction, this day. John uh, of generational curse, this John of fear, uh, torment, uh, and anxiety. John uh, of cancer, leukemia, heart disease. Uh, this day, uh, the Lord uh, is gonna deliver you uh, into my <clears throat> Ha, this day, <sighs> marriages will be fixed in Jesus' name. Amen. This day, backslidden sons and daughters are coming home in jesus name this day the addiction of alcohol heroin nicotine sugar This day, the addiction of work, the addiction of everything that's outside of the realm of God's plan in your life. You need to stand up and say, this day, God is going to deliver it into my hands. How do I know it's important? I know it's important what we say. Because Proverbs says the power, the power of your life and death is in your tongue. I've got that on the side of my dining room table to remind me that even though I face the giant of autism and mental retardation, I still can't let that come out of my mouth. I laid my hands on Alex Friday night at Celebrate Recovery. Man, I'm telling you, you missing Celebrate Recovery, you the good stuff. We have a church up there. I laid my hands on Alex again. And I said, Jesus... You're the same Jesus uh, that walked down off the Mount of Transfiguration uh, in Mark 9. And the father uh, came and brought his child to the disciples uh, and they could not heal him. But you said, uh, deaf and dumb, uh, come out. And that young man came to his right. Who am I preaching to? I said, who am I preaching to? Who am I preaching to? It's time. I said, it's time that life and miracles come out of your mouth. I dare you to lay your hands on your head right now and say, speak life. How do I know that? I I hear you, Brother Ashton. Stay right there. I'm almost done. How do I know that? Because Jesus himself said, hear me very carefully. For I give you a mouth and wisdom and none of your adversaries. What did he say I gave you? Did he give you an AR-15? No. Did he give you a 401k? No. Did he give you a sword? No. He said, "I gave you a mouth." I come to preach. To- I come to preach to somebody today. What's in your mouth? What's in your mouth? Ma- I said, "What's in your mouth? Is it faith?" hear me hear me I'm almost done but I'm not done yet are you okay can I preach a few more minutes hear me very carefully hold on just a second you're going to make me hurt myself the Greek word for mouth is stoma do the research it literally means the edge of a sword how do I know that he's talking about the word because in Isaiah 49 and 2 he said the Lord has made my mouth like a sharp sword death and life are in the power of the tongue too many of you have spent your week Hear me very carefully. Uh, Too many of you have spent your time uh, talking about your giant. Uh, It's time on Sunday, uh, July 16th. uh, You need to start talking to your giant. Everybody back at Saul's house was talking about how big the giant was. The only one out talking to the giant was David. I don't care how big your giant is. Don't be defeated by what you see. I come to prophesy to somebody don't be defeated by the doctor's report. I said, don't be defeated by the doctor's report. I said, don't be defeated by the doctor's report. report." Be motivated by what you know, uh, in that, by the power uh, of the word of God. I said, what do you know? I don't know a whole lot, uh, brother Tyler, uh, but I do know this. Uh, if God says he's with me, then he's with me. Uh, if God's, I said, if God says he's for me, uh, he's for me. Uh, if God says he's my healer, uh, he's my healer. My mouth is the multiplier of what's in my heart. That was so good, I had to put it on the screen. My mouth is the multiplier of what's in my heart. I got a puppy, Sister Cherie, as you know. I threaten every afternoon to send him back home. I threaten every morning when he wakes me up at four o'clock in the morning to send him back home. I threaten his mother, send him back home. But in my heart, he's got me wrapped around his little furry paws. What are you talking about, David? You got to make sure that's what's in your heart uh, comes out of your mouth. Say that kind of strange is in your heart you want the dog to go back my god no i don't want the dog to go back i love that dog but let me tell you something there's things in our heart and if we're not careful they'll leak out of our mouth honey there's sometimes you just got to shut up and sit down in the presence of almighty god and say god till i get it right i say god till i get it right till i get it right don't let anything come out of my mouth but faith, but life, but God's. Make sure the weapon in your mouth is faith, not failure. Because, hear me very carefully. Hold on just a second, brother. I I got to teach just for a second. Hear me. It's not about your faith. It's about the object of your faith. And the object of your faith, Jesus Christ has never lost a battle. I said Jesus has never lost a battle. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. I don't have time to preach to this, but if you'll go back and you'll study what happened to Og, the last giant king before Israel, went into the promised land. You can go back and read it for yourself in Deuteronomy 3. The Lord God delivered into our hands Og, the king of Bashan, and all of his people. And everything and everybody that was with him, we attacked and we destroyed. And not only did we destroy our enemy, but God gave us all the cities of ruin. And he brought it. I said, God gave us all the cities of spoil, all the livestock and all the riches of all the city. Not only did God deliver Og into their hands, but God delivered 60 fortress cities and their spoils into the hands Be glad, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter day in the first month, and the threshing floors are about to be full with wheat, and the vats shall overflow with new wine. And I'm going to restore to you, TPC. I'm going to restore to you. I said, I'm going to restore to you, saith the Lord, TPC, the years that the cankerworm and the caterpillar and the hurricane And the COVID uh, has taken away from your life. uh, And you shall eat plenty uh, and be satisfied. uh, And you shall praise the name uh, of the Lord. uh, And the people of my name uh, will never, ever be put to shame. God gave our pastor a promise at the beginning of this year. And he said... On a Tuesday morning with the prayer team, first and then to us, I'm going to restore your health. I'm going to restore your finances. I'm going to restore your families. And I'm going to restore this community. You remember that promise? I'm closing. I come to prophesy to somebody. There's about to be a flood of restoration, and God is about to restore. My friend Tony works in the restoration business. I'm finishing. I promise you, I'm laying in the plane. Give me a couple more minutes. My friend Tony works in the restoration business. When a house floods and it's damaged severely, they have to go through and they have to restore everything and they don't restore it. Hear me very carefully. You can go on their website and look. They don't restore it back to its former place of occupancy. They go back and restore it to what? Something better. You and I have looked at the thing at the the term restoration that God is just going to bring it back to like it was. That's not what the Bible says. I said, That's not what the Bible says. He says it's going to overflow. I said, Not only does God want to give us victory but he's about to accomplish a victory and we're going to have to stand and watch and the world's going to have to stand and watch and they're going to have to stay in awe only God I don't understand it I don't explain it I can't explain it I don't know where this came from I don't even know how this happened but only God only I'm closing, but hear me very carefully. I got one more set of scriptures. Joshua standing on the waters. Flood time at Jordan. You know the story? How many of you know the story? Joshua standing on the edge of Jordan, and it was flood time. Hear me. You can stand. It says the people were set out to camp across over the Jordan, and the priest bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And to those who bear the Ark came to the Jordan, and it was flooded. Everybody say it was flooded. flooded. And the Bible says, and when the feet of the priest who bore the Ark dipped into the edge of the water, the waters which came down in a flood tide from upstream stood Still, as far as from Adam to Zeratine. So not, Brother Carlton, a six-inch path. Man, I hope you get a hold of this. Not just a little bit of deliverance. Not just a tiny healing. Not just a tiny financial miracle a broad place and it happened that the moment that priest carrying the presence of God hear me very carefully took one act of obedience and stepped into a situation God did not stop the water brother Whitman before they got in the water Some of you are wondering where God's at in the middle of your fight. And I come to tell you, God's right in the middle of your fight. I said, God's right in the middle of your situation. God's right in the middle of your flood time. God's right in the middle of your sickness. God's right in the middle of your doctor's report. God's right in the middle of your dysfunctional family. It took one step of obedience. Are you hearing me? Now I need the 10 people that said I was preaching to you. I need the 10 people that I said that, that you said Brother David, you're preaching to me. I want you to step out. I want you to step out. Prayer team's coming. I want you to step out. I think there was about 10 hands that said you're preaching to me. I'm preaching to the people who need a miracle in their life. The Lord sent me to tell you this morning. You may be one act of obedience. One worship moment. One prayer. One shout from your victory. On, sis, this lady right here has been preaching with me all day. I'm believing God's going to touch right now, in Jesus' name. One act of obedience. Say, man, I need, I need a financial miracle. Hear me very carefully. You may be one offering away. You may be one moment in time of making up your mind to start paying your tithes away from a financial miracle. Because God can't bless and he can't bring the miraculous to something that's out of order. That's it. Keep praying. Keep praying. I believe God's here to do a miracle right now. I said, I believe God's here to do a miracle right now. Now, all the rest of you that don't need a miracle, could you just begin to stretch your hands right now? If there's some people in the crowd that's full of faith, could you join us around the front right now? And we begin to pray for those that need a miracle. I believe that God is speaking to us right now through the power of the Holy Ghost. I said, I believe that God's speaking to us right now through the power of the Holy Ghost. Through the power of the Holy Ghost right now. Come on. Come on. I believe that God's speaking to us right now. God wants to perform a a miracle right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I said, it doesn't matter what your giant looks like. Come on, help me, prayer team. Help me, prayer team. Help me right now. I said, it doesn't matter what your giant looks like. Now, whatever you're facing, I want it to come out of your mouth. Don't beg God. If you need a healing, say, God, don't, don't stand here and say, Lord, I need you to heal me. I want you to say, Lord, I thank you for your healing right now. I thank you for your healing right now. I thank you, Lord, for freedom from addiction right now. I thank you that my marriage is being healed right now. I thank you that my sons and daughters, uh, I thank you that my sons and daughters are coming home right now. I thank you this very week. I'm going to see your hand displayed in my life uh, like I've never seen it before it looks like a giant but my giant's coming down I said it looks like a giant but your giant is about to come down you need to open your mouth right now and by faith declare by the word of the Lord it shall come to pass
1: that's it that's it I'm not
0: leaving till I give my miracle today. I'm not leaving till I give my miracle today.
1: Today,
0: we release the power, a breakthrough right now in this house. We release the power, a breakthrough right now in this house. I will be set free, I will be set free, I will be set free, today's my day of freedom. Today is the day that anointing breaks every yoke. I release it, I release it, I release it. Come on, pray for the person standing next to you. Pray for somebody else. Pray for somebody else standing next to you right now. Gonna change the song. A miracle will happen. Come on, not can't happen. Let's change it right now. A miracle will happen in this place today. One person. That's all I need is one person to believe that your miracle is today. Today in this
1: house.